Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Today's episode of Don't You Know Who I Am is brought to you by the good people at Harry Shavers. Yes, the best shavers in the world are back. Harry Shavers, they're so good. I'm so smooth, you guys. You should see my face. So good. And the actual razor itself, it's got a good weight to it. That's what I like. A good weighted handle. Anyway, so uh, they are offering you guys, listeners to this show, who live in America, they are offering you a very, very, very good deal because they stand behind the quality of their blades. And they know that switching razors isn't an easy decision. So to get you on your way, they've created a trial offer for you. And all you need to do is go to harrys.com slash who I am that's harrys.com slash who I am, and they're going to give you a very, very good deal while also supporting this podcast. So what they're going to do is this is the offer that you guys get. You get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close and comfortable shave. You get a weighted ergonomic handle, five-blade razor and lubricating strip, and a trimmer blade, a rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover as well. So when you're digging around in your wash bag. You don't nick your fingies. Yeah, you don't want to nick your little fingies. Anyway, so this is on my show. Redeem their trial set at harrys.com slash who I am. That is harrys.com slash who I am. So go to harrys.com slash who I am and redeem your offer and let them know that I sent you so they support the show. Thanks, guys. Hey, everyone. Just Josh at the top of the show to say thank you to everyone who's been uh, contributing to the Patreon that's right. If you uh, just if you missed a couple of weeks and just coming in, I have set up a Patreon for the show with a whole bunch of uh, bonuses uh, for you, the listener, if you decide to contribute. So you get free episodes or bonus episodes, I should say. You get uh, free tickets. You can get uh, alerted when there's uh, going to be live shows before anyone else. So you can get those season passes if you're into it. And a listener wrote to me saying, "Hey, what you could do, and which I'm going to do." is if you donate $5 a month or more, you can pitch to me a story for year, nah, year. So you can write a story out. It could be a real story that happened to you, and I can say it to someone like a Lawrence Mooney or a Hamish Blake or a Sid Bacola, anyone who I get on the show, and they can pretend it happened to them, and at the end I'll go, no, that is a lie, and it actually happened to, insert your name here. Ha-ha, you'll be famous, podcast famous. Oh, the best kind of famous. Uh, so yeah, that's for, if you donate five dollars or more a month to the Patreon. So Patreon.com/slash/dykwia. So thanks to everyone who's been doing that. Live shows happening as well. Sundays from September sixteen, four pm Sundays at the Catfish, going through to the end of October. So October twenty eight is the final one. Tickets for these are about 60 percent for every single show uh, in terms of how many. Are sold. So if you're in Melbourne and you're going, yeah, I do want to go to that, I better get a ticket, do it soon because I don't want you to miss out if you listen every single week. Uh, I think that's all I need to say. So uh, go to Patreon if you want to help the podcast stay alive. And also if you are in Melbourne or if you're not in Melbourne, thinking, you know what, a holiday to Melbourne around then would be good. 
get a ticket at joshuaau slash gigs. It's all for me. Uh, enjoy this episode. It was a really fun one to do. We had a dog in the room. Everyone's very happy, but a bit distracted by the dog. But it's fun. Anyway, thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Cheers. And welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl. If this is your first time to the podcast, what I do is I get four very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet them all now. Our first guest, when you type his name into Google, the related searches are height, photo, and who is Randy Feltface? Please welcome back onto the podcast comedian, Randy Feltface. Oh, thank you. It's so great to be here. I'm clapping myself in good. with my felty hands. That's height. 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 Randy Height. I want to know Randy's height. Oh, he's a tall, I'm a tall man. Tall man. Tall, tall thing. Tall man. No so legs, tall. but tall. No legs, but very tall. Very tall. I'm floaty. <laughs> also joining us is a comedian and an actor who, when you type her name into Google, one of the related searches is, why are you like this? I don't know, Google. I don't know. I just, I just do a podcast. Please welcome back onto the podcast. It's Naomi Higgins. Yeah. yeah. Higgins. Yes. Thank you. I'm here. Is is why you like this a show that you're in, or do you? Do uh, it? Yeah, it's a web series I made, and now a pilot. Great. So that's yeah. why people are saying why you like this. No. No. Okay. <laughs> I named it after that Google search. <laughs> Great. Mm-hmm. Also joining us is a first timer to the podcast. She is a comedian who shares her name with a Melbourne media executive, an American children's author, and the director of Melbourne Kids Yoga. But the one we have here is comedian, Melbourne comedian via the Gold Coast. It's comedian Catherine Allen. Yeah. Hello. Do you know any of those people? Do you know the, the yoga studio for kids? I am all of them. You're all of them. I am a yoga media executive. What children's was the other author. one? I'm that too. Yeah, yeah great. Mm-hmm. And finally is a man who shares his name with the manager of a BMW dealership in Maine, and a wool broker in New South Wales. But the one I have here is comedian, actor, all-round gentleman. Please welcome David Quirk. <laughs> David Quirk. Here he is. Thanks for having me, team. Wool Great broker. Back. Wool broker? Wool broker, yeah, yeah. He's a direct descendant. He's my son. <laughs> um, poorly named. David Jr. Yeah, I didn't even go with Junior. It's just, uh, just young Jamie. Davey's up there doing warm. And I'm you against it. You don't talk it. about him a lot. No, no, he doesn't feature heavily in my life. <laughs> I've disowned him. You against wool? Oh, wool's a tricky one, isn't it? Yeah. To um, wool in this country, because they. It's... I am. I guess I'm against it. I, but I've been wearing my uh, a knitted jumper, woolen jumper that my mother made me because that's got very sentimental yeah. value. But um, so you're look, a hack. <laughs> I'm a hack. I'm a liar. But it's not good. The wool industry is the worst of a bad bunch. No, the best of a bad bunch. What do you think, Randy? It's a hazy area. <laughs> It's a, it's a woolly Let's region. 50. I good. would say, uh, look, if you don't shear the sheep, the sheep's uncomfortable. Yeah. But should the sheep be there in the first place? Only you can answer that. David Quirk's son. The next 50 minutes will be on <laughs> veganism. No, okay. <laughs> Moving on. Our first game today is called Social Me, Me, Media. Well, I'll read out a status update by four people in the room. Now, Randy Feltface is not on Twitter. No. Doesn't like it. No, it can kiss my purple felty scrotum. So what it's going to be is <laughs> tweets from me as well. I'm replacing Randy in this round. But, Randy, you still play. You think you'll get points. It's not the first time you've replaced me, Josh. No. <laughs> if you think you know who wrote the tweet, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You get a point if you get it right. 
a point goes to the person who the tweet actually is if you get it wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the first tweet is this one. About to get a face tattoo of Roseanne Barr. Anything I should know? Randy. Yes, Randy. That's David Quirk. No, that's <sighs> Catherine. Alan, I'll yes. point there for Catherine, yes. <laughs> Anything. That's funny. Thank you. I thought it was by me too. <laughs> and then thought, no, I wouldn't mention Roseanne Barr personally. Yeah, go. Good. Face tattoo of Roseanne Barr would be a very good tattoo though. It's just a tattoo of Roseanne so. Barr. She's just be. a hero of mine. You know, I grew up watching her. She's so brave. I, I just don't know. Like, has she been in the media lately? Is there anything? Not really lately. No. no. Since the show was cancelled. But... Oh, she's oh. back in. She was not, back in. Not oh, she's back in again. As in she's back talking about it. Oh, of course. How she, she feels that she's been hard done by. Yeah, she did leave Twitter for about an hour. Yeah. <laughs> it was the hardest hour of my life. <laughs> All right, next question. The most impressive rebrand ever is losers calling themselves introverts. Who wrote that? Catherine. Yes, Catherine. I think it was Naomi. You are correct. Yes, another point there for Catherine. All right. Yeah. Good tweet. I like (laughs) it. It is a good tweet. Thank you. It hurts people's feelings. (laughs) I'm sure. Not as much as Roseanne Barr. (laughs) (laughs) Next question. Ramones Museum makes me feel happy and cool. Naomi. Yes, Naomi. David Quirk? Yes, you are correct. That's yes, a, point there. It's a sitting duck, really, isn't it? <laughs> Talk to me about the Ramones Museum. It's in Berlin, and I stumbled upon it, which makes me feel like less of a Ramones fan. Mm. If I was a diehard, I would have known. I knew it was there, but I'd forgotten. Anyway, it's cool if you like the, the Ramones. A lot of T-shirts? A lot of everything. Yeah. It's really, it's got a comprehensive, and it's a bit nerdy. There's things that don't need to be. They're like photographs of stuff that should be there, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Like, there's a photograph of Johnny Ramone's shoes. I'm like, where's his shoes? You know, anyway. Disappointing. I oh, say so you actually want you want the, the real shoes. shoes there. Well, it's a museum. I don't yeah. want to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Am I you don't wrong? need a photo of the shoes. No. In a museum. I could probably shoes. find that online. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to find Berlin <laughs> to look at a photo of Johnny Rhodes shoes. There's a whole market there for just museums full of photos of more interesting things. Yeah. I could start a museum. I could start a, a museum on almost everything in human history. In just photos. Yeah, yeah. You just go in. Just photos. Doll matrix printouts of them. Just oh, shitty, yeah. like grainy. People pay like fifteen dollars to get in, and then it's just. A, an, a laptop with Google opened, and you just <laughs> Google image. Yeah, whatever it's the you size of a little photo booth. Yeah, whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, you want. it's a computer with the internet, and it's, <laughs> it's a museum. Question four. Being a punk with a mohawk, a leather jacket, and studs in 2018 is the funniest thing in the world. Punk is 40-plus years old now. Your grandparents could have been punk. David. Yes, David. Randy via Josh Earl. So you're going to say it was me? Yeah. You are correct. Yes, yeah. it was me. A point there for David. <laughs> It is. So I shouldn't target you with that brush, should I? Really? No, 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 please. Go via me to his <laughs> yeah. besmirching Yeah, I think that sounds mohawk. like a Josh Earl. I, I, I like punk, punk music. We've had two punk-related questions, so that's mm. nice. I know, that's why I did it. This is working for me. I just thought it would, it would flow nicely. It's a segue. It was beautiful. Yeah. No, What's excellent. your problem with the mohawk? Talk to me. No, no problem with the mohawk. It's just that, you know, if you're being, you know, I'm going to rebel... Don't pick something that's 40 years old. Don't pick fashion that's 40 years old. Actually rebel. Like actually, you know, I don't know. Rebel do, forwards. Do something different. You would love the Ramones exhibition. I would. In yeah. Berlin. Because they, they really speak to you. They fuck with you because they're like, oh, yeah, we've got some photos. You want you want actual shoes. We're going to have photos. We're punk. That's punk as. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Punk AF. Yeah. Although the fact that Ramones have a museum is very anti-punk. It's like, because punk's all about... Anarchy and not order, and museums are very much like we're going to order this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Uh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Good. I'm a bit of a wreck. I've got a dog in the room. Um, That's another story for another time. 
Question five. I the, think it's time we address the dog. Yeah, the there's room. a dog in the room. There's, there's a whippet. A small whippet named Stevie. I was Thank disappointed yeah. we didn't introduce Thanks the whippet. Thanks for coming, Stevie. Sorry. Good on you, Stevie. She's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna eat your face. We'll take a photo and we'll put it up during. Oh, for the pod. I'm the so, only one that hasn't got a point yet. That's all right. Don't don't give the audience that's how it works. The scores too early. Oh shit. <laughs> Question five. <laughs> Maybe you can get this one right. Oh my god, Randy. <laughs> The other day, I got FOMO looking at an Instagram story of people hanging out before I realised I was in it. <laughs> Randy. Yes, Randy. Uh, Naomi. You are correct. Yes. yes. I'm famously insecure. <laughs> you knew it. Was this at Splendour in the Grass? No, it was just a friend's house. I was just following, watching a movie. I was following you on Instagram during Splendour in the Grass and got FOMO going, oh, I want to be there. You want to be wearing this jacket. Yeah, well, yes, that jacket was very good. You're wearing a, a nice, is it wool? A teddy jacket. It's polyester, actually. Okay, that's all um, right Because would... I have a soul. Um, mm. But, no, there were a lot of girls who had this particular jacket and I just started taking pictures on Instagram, myself and Alex Ward. Yes. Also, um, the same jacket? been on the podcast. She has the same jacket, so we started keeping a tally and we had, like, a Google Doc going um, and I lasted about an hour after getting through the gates because it was just too many. Like, I was up to, like... 40 or something. Because you had like, a video of you just kind of swinging it around and it was all these jackets. Everywhere you look, there's yeah. another jacket. It was great. Standard it felt issue. really cool. Yeah. They look like, it looks like it would go up in, a, in an instant if you got too close to a candle. It's like one of those jackets that's just... God a, willing. Just that, you know, the house party, the person that's like, yeah! <laughs> looks like... No? Very cool way no, one, no one's been at that party. I thought party. it was second yeah. in a good way. Is it really like that's in a good way? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. Not in a mohawk kind of way. <laughs> no. Like, An uh, acceptable amount of time has passed for me to wear this. Yeah. Yeah. Question six. If you have to advertise your business during the movie trailers, I'm going to assume your business is shit. David. Yes, David. Catherine? Yes, you are correct. Yes, another point there for David. Hot take. Two for two. <laughs> <laughs> Is this all right? Got him. Reading out your tweets. Some people get really funny about it. When did you write that tweets one? Was it at, like, as it happens like straight away before the film started or did you Just save on to it? Just as a movie was about to start, yeah, literally yeah. during yeah. the trailers. I was watching an ad for a really, really awful looking restaurant and I was like, I reckon that's not a good restaurant. A yeah. restaurant was advertising. In, in, in... Was it here in Melbourne? Yeah, it was, was just Was it the at other Cinema day. Nova? No, uh, it was at the Westgarth Palace. Ah, uh, Westgarth Cinemas. do them as well. Nova and Westgarth both have like very um, distinct yep. advertising. Sort of local. Yeah. yeah. The Come Nova, on down to, yeah, there's yeah. a bit of that going on. The Nova has the most amazing turn off your phones one as well. It's like the really the like, yeah, yeah. Mm. intense classical What's music. What's the one that it's does great. the did it 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 I have never have my audio on ever, so I just look and aren't ringing. Ringtones are a really big thing. Mine's mm. on all the time, but I turn my hearing aid down. Yeah, great. <laughs> Everyone else is well aware. Yeah, of <laughs> Question seven: I'm dressed like a Croatian rent boy. Naomi. Randy. Oh yes, Naomi. David. Yes, you are correct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what were you wearing? Um, I don't know. I wasn't standing next to a boat that said "rent me." Um, right. Speedos and a long sleeve white button-up shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's um, nice. Yeah, look, it's a, it's a certain look. Um, I'd like you to put that photo up too. Oh, actually, I'll put that up too. It's a strong look. It was a strong look, but it was perfect for the Croatian uh, summer. Yeah. <laughs> was that part of the photo shoot that you used for that poster image of you with the 
on the at the pool with the people in the background? Or this no, was just no, unrelated. This is very recent. Were you in Croatia? Mm, there's no money to be made on this <laughs> sexy image. <laughs> okay, so this is after a photo of a shop that says "Weird, Old, and Wonderful." This shop sells your dad's dick. <laughs> <laughs> Randy. Yes, Randy. Josh Earl. Yes, you are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Earl. I was proud of that one. That was in Launceston. <laughs> Just dad dick jokes. I walked past it with a group of people and I couldn't take a photo of it. And I thought, I'll go back to that. <laughs> Just to say, this shop sells your dad's dick. <laughs> Big dad dick energy. <laughs> Question nine. Uberpool is the new Tinder. You go into it thinking you're about to meet the love of your life, but end up with someone named Trevor who smells like barbecue chips. Naomi. Yes, Naomi. Catherine. You are correct. Oh. Yes, another point there for Naomi. It's yes. Doing well. Have you done Uberpool yet? Yeah, I love it. Oh, see, I, can't, I don't no, like it's great. It. You don't like it? No, well. Well, yuck. Yeah. Because <laughs> then you're being judged by two people or three if there's more people in the car. You just Can, be rude. Hey, Can judged? they rate you? Can well, your fellow passengers rate you? No. Oh, no. thank God. But, but you get They're rated on car. that. Yeah. So they might be talking lots. You might, and then the person driving, they will go, oh, these two are talking too much. So they rate you down or not talking enough. I don't know. I don't like it. So you think times. your rating can get affected by the shitness of the other person? Of course the, it would. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if they bring up some politics stuff and you, they don't agree with you and you don't agree with them and then the driver agrees with them, your rating's going down. Oh, can we just swing That's back to the, to, to the text, though? You're... you're, you're is there a romantic undertone to the potential of meeting the love of your life in an Uber pool? I just think it would be a romantic story that we, we met, met in an Uber pool <laughs> yeah, and is... we just got to talking and so... then we decided, you know, that we started with two separate destinations but we came together yeah. in one destination. <laughs> That's a movie. Yeah. yeah. D- definitely. I go into even just Ubers with the same attitude. <laughs> yeah. And indeed taxis and almost every other f- avenue in my life. And you any hire an O-bike. Yeah. Transpositive beyond that. It's like entering a room, whatever it is. It's a nice way to live. My sister, I went, I was in an Uber with my sister's last weekend and then my sister was just sitting in the front seat just hardcore flirting with the uber driver and i was just like this is going to be great for my rating but then after that he was like we were like 20 minutes later than we were supposed to be because he took every slowest road so he could spend more time with her and i'm like this is truly backfired yeah right has anyone not given a five-star rating to an uber driver I did. I have. Yeah, I did only because I, f- I first used it in, t- in America. Uh, the first so I downloaded it just to get around LA. And I thought, especially being a comedian, I thought, well, you rate out of five, just like we get rated in comedy. Yep. And like five stars <laughs> is like exceptional. An exceptional thing has taken place. Yeah. And I, so I thought, well, this has been a very pleasant trip with this man. Three and a half stars. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong. Nothing went wrong. It's a good trip. <laughs> I did not know. You just basically were supposed to give five and get five unless you've yeah. molested the person or crashed the car. You're expecting. So it's, it's ridiculous. You're expecting the Nanette <laughs> of Uber drivers. Yes. Yeah. It's going to change the way you, you think about Uber drivers yeah. from now on. Yeah. They're like, going to quit. Levitate off yeah. the ground. Or something, yeah. or it's going to be their last ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was it's Catherine's gonna, joke. I just said it loud. I want to make that clear. <laughs> Thank you. So, but then it's going to be so successful that at the end of the ride, they're going to go, you know what, I actually, I'm going to do Uber again. I'm, I'm going to drive Uber again. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be a fool not to. Is this a good time to tell everybody that I've never called an Uber? No. It's a great time. You're I'm not on Twitter. Time. You never called an Uber. We'd like you to leave. Do you have a phone? Yeah, I do. Are you cool or old? <laughs> or I'm both. Cold. <laughs> <A> bit of... <laughs> Speaking of cool, our final question for the round. Boy bands exist for girls who haven't learned how to masturbate yet. David. <laughs> yes, David. 
Catherine. No, it was Naomi. Another point there for Naomi. I sort of was feeling a Naomi vibe, but I just... Thought, mm, That's true. I was on. Do I lose a point for that? No, Naomi, game, Naomi, Naomi gets one. a point. Yeah. In that way, you lose a point. In a way, yeah. Um, I In was on this girl's Instagram, and she's like just following this Korean pop like boy band around, and she's just filming them, and she's just like moaning. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to handle that. <laughs> Save yourself a lot of money. At the end of the round, the scores are Randy on two points, Catherine yes. on two points, David on two points. In the lead on four points, it's Naomi Higgins. Four points. Oh, my mm. God. I'm crushing this. It's only doing well because of my foible there. But that's okay. <laughs> Just foible. You can get these points back, though, guys. Because this round. Right, no, I'm going with it. It's good. Mm. This round is called Holiday. It would be so great. Now, we've all had holidays. And in this round, we talk about those holidays that didn't quite go to plan. And today we're talking about a young Catherine Allen who was backpacking through Europe when she realised... She didn't have enough money to stay in a hostel. What genius thing did she come up with to get that money? Was it A, she sat out the front of nightclubs offering people a lend of her coats while they stood waiting to get in. After two hours, her two jumpers and one jacket got her enough money for a night's accommodation. Was it B, she bought two kebabs and just sat in the foyer of a hostel and sold them to two drunk Australians for 20 euros each? Or was it C, she just hung out in the hostel communal bathroom and when a group of girls came in, she followed them into their room and slept in the spare bed knowing that every night one bed would be spare because these girls were pretty and one of them would pick up. <laughs> now, you can ask her as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, she wants you to get it wrong because if you get it wrong, she gets your point. You guys don't have to all guess the same thing. You can guess inde- independently. The floor is open for questions. Ask away. May I ask a question about the kebabs? Yeah. So you were down on funds, no funds. Yeah. But you had enough money to purchase two kebabs. I was in Berlin, so they were very cheap. Cheap kebabs. What yeah. kind of kebabs did you go? Like donor? Did you go the full chicken? Did you go? What did you get for the kebab? They were halloumi kebabs. Halloumi kebabs. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And two drunk Australians went for the hook. They didn't go fucking cheese. Nah. They They didn't know where they were (laughs) or who I was or what a kebab was right? or that 20 euros is a lot of money to spend on a kebab. Amazing. They went for it. And 20 euros was enough to get you a a bed bug infested. Yeah, but you know what happened? I got into the room and then the guy in the bunk above where I was supposed to sleep was snoring so loudly that I ended up sleeping in an armchair in the lobby anyway. It was a complete waste of time. All right. Um, Could have done that for free. So it was 20 euros. I'm yeah. down with the kebab story. That you rest your case. Uh, Next. <laughs> Next. These girls, how many of them were there? Uh, so it was like an all-female dorm, so there were like six of them. Six? Yeah. So there were seven beds in the hostel? There were uh, one like single bed mm-hmm. and then there were bunks. Mm, okay. Yeah. What was the setup? In the, the room? Good, yeah. So you mean like did they all know each other or No, I mean of the beds. <laughs> of the beds. Configuration. Just the, the bed configuration. Like a, like just a single bed with a bunk and a ladder, not a lot of bells and whistles. It wasn't one of those fancy ones where you get the curtain, that's when you know you're staying in a real nice hostel. Okay. There weren't any curtains there. Mm-hmm. Um how close was this hostel to the Ramones? <laughs> no, um, no, I did go there, pretty but, close. But seriously, folks. Um uh, you did, since you slept in the room, with because having confidence in the fact that one of the girls was would always pick up. Yeah. That never backfired? None, none of these pretty girls ever came home sort of mid, middle of the night or came home late and tried to, you know, woke you up? 
etc.? Well, I didn't last in the room long enough to find out. This only worked once. This right. was only like a one time, like I needed somewhere to stay for one night. So it wasn't like I okay, spent I'm my entire trip. And you made it through the night? I did make it through the night. No worries. Yeah. And in the morning, the others weren't like, our friend You're looks in different. in my bed. Yeah, yeah. None of that? No, because I wasn't in there. I was in the, I was sleeping oh, in the armchair. Oh, yeah, I'm getting... yeah. Getting the no. lies mixed up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so the, the, the armchair up. result is consistent across all three potential lies or truths. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we know how the story ends. We yes. just don't know how it begins. Okay. Yes. How I'm much- going kebab. <laughs> how, how much did you charge? No more questions. It's kebab. <laughs> how much did you charge for people to hold your jacket or your jumper? It depended how late in the night it got. So the colder it got, the higher my prices went up. Mm. What were they? So I started at about three euros and then it got up to about 10 euros. And then because we had like a coin situation as well, that was really annoying. So it was easier to just get like a straight, straight note. Would you pay to wear a jacket while you're waiting in line to get into a club? Yeah, I'd forgotten Hell the first yeah. story. I'm glad you brought that up, Josh. You would? Hell yeah, I would. I'm always cold. I'm freezing right now. What uh, time of year was it? It was around September that I was there. So mm. going into winter. But it was still Well done choosing chilly. a colder month. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, okay. I would I, I would uh, go with the kebab option, except I'm not buying just the full halloumi kebab. Halloumi kebab's a little bit a little bit on the nose, but I'm sticking with it. No, think, just this is like who just I think pure halloumi. Like what's it, what else is in there? Well, there's other things as well. You've got like pickles in there. You've got tomato. You've got some mayo. You've got your mayo. Iceberg lettuce. You got you got the halloumi. Twenty the euros centerpiece. worth of iceberg lettuce in there. Yeah. Mm. I'm. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I didn't pay twenty euros for the kebabs. No, no I but charged. you sold them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You said you guys, you drunk Aussies are hungry. So right? twenty dollars for twenty euros for two kebabs. Each. Each. Mm. So you made 40 40 euros. euros Mm. So that's what I first... Okay, this is insane. (laughs) (laughs) This is insane. Okay, Randy, are you still going with kebabs? I I I think the Jagger story is the smartest, like the cleverest scheme, but I'm sticking with kebab because I went, kebab before, now I have to stick with it. Okay, Randy's locked in B. Naomi, A, B or C? A is jackets, B is um. I feel like A is is the least plausible, but I found found holes in B and C, so I'm going to go A. A. Okay. I'm Darren. strangely going to go with C. C? Is that oh. just because you, they both chose A and B? It's No, I sort of believe it's slightly likely. Like, I can imagine a person in desperation doing that. The correct answer was B, two oh. kebabs. The kebab story. So Randy gets a point. Four Catherine euros. gets two points. Yeah. I'm incredibly angry. Magnificent. It wow. worked once and never again. No, but still, that's pretty banging. It is. No wonder you brought up that story because it's good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. If you are listening to to this, if you're on a Kentucky tour and you've found yourself in a tough spot and you need somewhere to stay, I'm telling you, just take advantage of the of the Australians. Of drunk Australians. Because it would work with hot chips. Yeah, yeah, it I would work with anything. It would work with the Chico Roll if they oh. had them in Berlin. <laughs> if you rocked up with your own Chico Rolls. With a battered with Sav. Some, with some Australians over just there. They'd be the like, oh, yeah. Just travel with them. <laughs> Can I also just say, listeners to the podcast, if you want to take on my hire out your jumpers and jackets for a, for a club line, that's fine. You you go with that. I that was that's all. So that, was, that was pure Smart. Earl. It's like so that. much smarter than the kebabs. I wish I'd thought of that. <laughs> Okay, at the end of the round, the scores are uh, Randy on three points, Dave on two points, Naomi on four points, and also on four points, it's Catherine Allen. Yeah! All right, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. Now, in this round, each of you are given a fact about another person on the panel. 
If you think it's true, you say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you say nah. A point if you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Get it correctly, a point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So, to Catherine. Now, David was recently in Paris where, due to the language barrier, he was having trouble ordering food and making sure it was vegan-friendly. <laughs> in one bistro, he explained to the waiter that he was vegan and the waiter laughed and then said something in French. When the waiter left, the couple sitting next to David told David, the waiter said, you deprive yourself life's pleasures. Eat some cheese, have a wank, live a little. Yeah or nah? You can ask me as many questions <laughs> as you want. So what type of food did they serve at this particular restaurant? It was actually like just a, like a cafe, basically. Oh, okay. Because I was surprised to find... Uh, vegan croissants in Paris and yeah. they, you know, they so much butter uh, and so yeah it was a cafe very sort of simple modern looking cafe. And like what did you think they'd be able to offer like maybe just some avocado and toast or Well uh, I yeah I was looking for specific sort of vegan fare yeah. but um, I found that I was in uh, the wrong the wrong place yeah. Yeah because there's a lot of great vegan food in Paris. Is there? Yeah, there is. Yeah, right. You'd yeah. know a lot about that, wouldn't you? <laughs> Actually, I'm a vegan and I've been to Paris. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know that, uh, well, you know that veganism is tricky sometimes, especially in foreign Especially places. when you're travelling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you download the app Happy Cow onto your phone? I haven't, yes. Yeah, yeah. So did you use that when you were in Paris? I did, but not this day. Not that day. Mm. You just did. I was alone and my girlfriend was uh, elsewhere, yeah didn't think to maybe, like, ask where you were staying? Like, do you no, know I was good? sort of – I thought people speaking English to me. It's very nice. Oh, this will work. And then I ran into the wrong the wrong uh, waiter. Can I give my answer? Yes. What do you think? I reckon nah because I think he's too smart. You are correct but also wrong. Catherine. <laughs> 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 I don't reckon – yeah, I reckon you're too smart to walk into a cafe in Paris and – I actually got really nervous during that. I was like, I can't can't carry this off. I don't think I've taken in the details myself. (laughs) But, yeah, you were recently in Paris though, right? That's true. And I I was thinking, uh, having been to Paris myself, it is very hard with the language barrier making sure you get exactly what it is you order. Yeah, yeah. So I thought you might have an issue with that. Yeah. This is interesting. We should There's behind the curtain. Mm. There's three. Really creative. (laughs) Happy Cow's, I was in the States recently and Happy Cow, you have to pay for it. Yeah. But I found a free one, which I wish I could remember what it was called, and it was awesome. So I'll have to get uh, that off Cut this out and I'll find (laughs) it later. Okay, so to David. Now, Now, when Naomi was 10 years old, she was camping with her family when she woke up in the middle of the night and needed to go to the toilet. It was too dark and cold, so she just pissed in the middle of the tent and went back to sleep. In the morning, her sister stepped in it, and Naomi lied and told her parents she must have done it while she was sleepwalking. Yeah or nah? You didn't go outside because it was dark and cold and scary mm-hmm. at, at 10 years old? Yeah. Um, that's fair. I suppose that checks out. <laughs> There's tragically nothing super unbelievable about the story. Um, uh, <laughs> 
if you were 22 or something at the time, I'd be like, okay. Even then, I'd be like, yeah, pissing the tent. Um, okay. Uh, you, you told your sister what, sorry? That it was... That I must have done it in my sleep. Yes. Yes, you did. Um, <laughs> I... Uh, nothing sort of... No. Um, what do you think? You're leaning one way or the other? I would say, yeah. You are correct. Another yeah. point there for David Quirk. Yeah. They still don't know that I was awake for it, so I hope they don't listen to this. I'll never know. <laughs> I ne- hope they do. I need the downloads. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, your sister, how, younger, older? Older, like two and a half years older than me. Oh, yeah, that's no good. I thought, yeah, and I thought that I had dreamed it when I woke up. I was like, that was probably just a dream. And then I just heard my sister be like, oh, yuck. <laughs> and it was too late. Can I is, Can I just ask, so who else was asleep in the tent at the time? It was just the two of us. Just it was just like a little okay. two, two-person tent yep. and our clothes were in bags on the floor. So yep. that they yep. all had to get washed, uh. which was not too easy. <laughs> okay, so to Naomi, Randy recently got into an argument after a gig with a fan because of something that Randy said during the show. The fan insisted that Randy kept on saying it directly to them. Randy had to repeatedly remind the fan that Randy's eyeballs are in fact ping pong balls. <laughs> yeah or no? Nah. You can ask me as many questions as you want. What did you say? <laughs> well, it was a it's a it's a long joke, but effectively I just the tag of the joke is quite detrimental to people of a certain age. This was in New York, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I can actually say the I took it's a it's a joke about fisting and at the end sure. I'm talking about uh hang on, let me think of the exact wording of the joke it's like um fisting fisting old ladies is basically the tag of the joke I talk about uh I can't even remember the context of the joke and I'm talking about Ernest Hemingway sounds really brave <laughs> Not really, but the, the tag is uh I can't even remember the setup for the joke this is embarrassing it's about fisting old ladies basically I say fisting old ladies and there was an Mm -hmm. old woman in the front row my demographic in new york was unfortunately over the age of 120 for most of my shows because it was a subscriber base and i didn't realize but every time i said the fisting old lady line i looked at the oldest woman in the audience (laughs) who who incidentally was clipping her fingernails through the first part of the show yes so this was i didn't know this until later but they could hear it up in the my tech could hear it on the mezzanine so So she was clipping her fingernails so she thought that i was having a crack at her for clipping her fingernails and rightly so fisting old ladies i can't remember the setup but Uh, it's a joke i'm on the spot now i'm nervous about (laughs) this line of questioning so she found you after the show she complained to the front of house staff and she waited for me upstairs. So as she walked out, uh-huh. she complained to my door staff yep. about it and then she went up because I was like downstairs and I went upstairs and I waited. I always waited for everybody to leave because mm-hmm. I don't like to talk to people mm-hmm. and I went upstairs and she was waiting for me and she gave it to me and she was a, like a New York hard-edged young man kind of <laughs> you realise what you were... Yeah, it was. And I was like, I wasn't directed at you. And she goes, you were looking right at me. And I had to explain that the lights are very bright. I can't see what I'm looking at. How did you find sure. out that she was clipping her nails? Oh, this is... Sorry. Because no, the front of house told me that was the woman. The same woman. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was... It was a horrific experience. I'm just let me. I, I really wish I could think of the setup for the joke because I feel like it sounds non-plausible because I can't actually think of the... The joke about fisting old ladies. I'm fine to not hear the joke about fisting old ladies. <laughs> um, but it's a throwaway. It's a throwaway line. 
that happens multiple times. Oh, I'm talking about, you know, <laughs> no, what it is, I'm talking oh about, God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I'm talking about um, uh, Harper Lee, who wrote To Kill a Mockingbird, uh-huh. and how when her sister died, um, a lawyer took the rights to um, Go Set a Watchman, which was Harper Lee's first book, and released it, and Harper didn't want it to be released, apparently. and But I say that the lawyer... Um, it was fisting old ladies for cash, basically, is like the, a, a summary of that. And then later on, I called back to it twice in the show and I looked at this woman all three times, apparently. That, I'm glad I know the setup because that changes everything. <laughs> it's all about Harperley. <laughs> all about Harperley, folks. Context. What do you think? Yeah or nah? Nah. You are correct. Yes. Yeah. I would never say that. <laughs> definitely said that. I, I thought it might be fake because I thought you were doing a totally different show to that one. In no, I was doing novel. Were you? Yeah. Brandy what show did you think I was doing? The newer one. New. <laughs> <laughs> God, no. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well right. done. To Randy. Now, Catherine once worked in a news agency, news agency when one day Paris Hilton walked in. She made Catherine close the shop so she could have some privacy and then she bought $200 worth of stationery. Yeah or nah? Where was this uh, news agent's? At the Pacific Fair Shopping Centre on the Gold Coast. How long did you work there for? I worked there uh, at the end of high school into uni, so probably about four years. What year was this that this Paris Hilton arrived? 2005. She was uh, doing that's the, the gold. High, that's the height of the Paris, height of Paris. Hilton. She yeah. was doing the beach thing. She the Simple into the... Life, right, right, that right, whole right, thing. Millsy. Millsy. Oh, she was doing Millsy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you were was anyone else on on staff? Was anyone no, else so there was like the major news agency and then there was the little news agency and I was in the little one that was kind of at the other end of the shopping centre. So it was literally just me. Why didn't you choose the smaller uh, stationery shop? I think because she wanted to be in there by herself. So she knew that if there was no one else in there that it would be so much easier Logistically, did she have an entourage? She didn't. No, uh, she was just there by herself. She which came was amazing. in on her own. Walked she up did, to you and demanded that you close the store. Yeah. Do you know who I am? Close Basically, the store. yeah. And you obliged? Of course, I did. She was Paris Hilton. I was terrified. <laughs> no terrified. entourage. No entourage. No. No people following her. No. Taking photos. No. She managed to stroll through a shopping centre on the Gold Coast, casually entering. She fit in very well. <laughs> Uh, just for that response, I'm going to go, yeah. You are correct. Yes, yes. that is That is amazing. I'm obsessed with Paris Hilton. Yeah. It's too weird to make up as well. It's very <laughs> it's odd. Very she obscure. was really alone. She was alone, yeah. Um, Those celebrities have a hard time in Australia. Do it. The top. This was like, <laughs> the top. This was around, yeah, like 2004, 2005, so more than 10 years ago. So it was, yeah, I mean, there were paparazzi around, but it was a different. Like, people didn't have smartphones or anything. So, yeah, yeah she was just there because she was filming a movie, I think, yeah, at the time. Terrible yeah. horror film. One more yeah. detail. One more detail I didn't put in the story. It was how she paid. She had this thick black um, American Express card, and this is absolutely true. On the card, it didn't have her name. It had, that's hot. <laughs> oh, my God. She is wow. an icon. Yeah. She is an icon and yeah, she's yeah. back and I love her baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> I swear on my life. Than a normal it was just one of those really the like, heavy ones. Heavy ones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You it just would have had, had, had an um, infinite platinum. limit on it. Yes. Yeah. Josh, thank you. Because she trademarked That's Hot so that nobody else could use it. That I, she, It was like a personalised plate. Well, I, I bought her credit card. that oh. shot 
So I'm, I'm going <laughs> to take left just without the, the apostrophe. apostrophe. <laughs> <laughs> and the other out, the scores are David Quirk on three points, Randy on four points, Naomi Higgins on five points, but still on five points and in the lead, or not in the lead, even. Catherine Allen also on five <laughs> points. Yeah! Oh, no, 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 no. It's anyone's game. This is good. It's close. All right. This is our final round. Ooh. It's called Who 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out ten questions all about you four in this room. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your name's your buzzer. You get a point if you get it right. You get a point if you get it wrong. Only round you can lose points. Well, yeah, okay. You lose a point if you get it wrong. You lose a point if you get it wrong. Yeah. Okay. The spine of this dog is so pointy and out of its own skin. There is no, there's <laughs> no, there's no, no flesh. dog in here. Fascinating <laughs> 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 dog spines again. <laughs> Question one. Feel that it's just a spine. I've lost. Oh, I've so lost so some listeners. I've lost some. There's a dog in the room. Let's see the dog. You'll understand. Here we go. All over it. Question one. Who recently? Who recently has been walking the streets handing out sleeping bags and clothing to homeless people? Naomi. Yes, Naomi. Randy. No, it's David Quirk. <gasps> Oh, wow. What, what a good boy. Good Samaritan syndrome there. Good on you, Dave. Yeah, I'm a good bloke. How, when you say sleeping bags, is it mm. that or just sleeping bag? Because how many sleep, how many spare oh, I, sleeping bags do you have? Or do I you actually cl- had to clean out a house recently and yep. just found a lot of stuff and got excess beanie. Had a lot of warm stuff and I thought, get rid of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's so nice. True story. And I, and I live in the nice. city, so it's not like I'm just making, I'm not that good. I'm not just making trips to the city. So you're just avoiding just, a trip to an op shop, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's effectively <laughs> just hard rubbish. <laughs> it's hard rubbish on people's heads, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Question two, who crashed their father's car on the way to a Fall Out Boy concert? Randy. Randy. Yes, Randy. Catherine. Yeah. Yes, you're right. <laughs> Nice. Did you still go? Did you go? Yeah. So the concert was up in Brisbane and Dad begged me not to take the car because it was in such bad condition and I did it anyway because there was no other way to get there and it broke down on the way back. I had to get it towed. I was so scared to tell him that I just had it towed like down the street (laughs) and told him it got stolen and then he found it eventually though. (laughs) Wait, you wanted him to think it got stolen rather than broke down? Yeah, because then he would know that I took the car. And I didn't oh, want him to know I took the car. So I was just like, oh, coincidentally, the car got stolen and I, I wasn't supposed to take it out. <laughs> and here it is. What are the chances, the Dad? Did he figure it out? Uh, I think he figured it out. I never told him. but He's a big fan of the podcast, so he's going to figure it out. There's a yeah. lot of secrets coming out in this podcast. The yeah. parents I will, like it. Will mm. be Speaking of uh, another crushing cars, who crashed their father's BMW? David. Yes, David. Naomi. No, it was Catherine it was again. Me too. Oh, I don't come from money. No. I'm so, don't know why I went. To, I uh, lost a point. Thank in you. Though. Yeah, this is the worst you, game you, ever. You made content for the podcast. I like it. So Good who, was this before or after the Fallout? After. Market? After. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, you crashed the twenty-year-old Toyota Camry. Have the keys to the BMW." Wow. Yeah, and I crashed it into the back of the van, so I was coming down, um, going towards a red light. I slammed the brakes on, the wheels spun out, and I went into the back of the van, and the guy just looked over at me and just went, nah, and just sped off. And I thought, oh, he's going to come back, he's going to call the police. Never came to anything. Wow. Oh. Wow, so he just ran, he was, hey, yeah. had no insurance himself. I'd say so, yeah. he just didn't want to draw point? any attention to himself. <laughs> so good. Mm, worth yeah, it so worth it. Was this it. after their first album or after they kind of went a bit kind of flowery? And yeah, totally this was when themselves? they were, this is when they were doing, no, they went really poppy, like even poppier yeah. for a little while there. It was like Thanks for the Memories, I think, was yeah. the was the album. Yeah. Next question. Hi. Who Who here recently only got their licence? 
Who here only just got their license? Randy. Yes, Randy. Naomi? No, it was David Quirk. Oh. Whoop. Good, 37. Good acting last Friday. Yeah. Did you really? Congratulations. Congratulations. Like, I'm getting a handshake from Randy. I, I had no idea. I'm shaking oh. everyone's hand. Thank well you, Jay. Thank you. Hey, well, gonna, good well, to meet you. I'll drive you anywhere. You're going to drive now? Full motorbike license as well. And you're on your peasies. Yep. No. Full, Full. license, just like that. Zero to 100. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a Hang metaphor. on. <laughs> Hang on, wait a second. Automatic or manual? Auto. I'm Get not. out. <laughs> I've only got an auto license, too. Yeah, so you need. Manual. It's all you need. You, why are you burdening yourself with that? <sighs> what happens if there's an emergency? <laughs> I can drive it. Yeah. What it's happens if there's year, an emergency and I need to tweet something <laughs> to you? <laughs> I can't do it. Hang on. <laughs> Question five. Who only learned to ride a bike last year? David. Yes, David. Catherine. You are incorrect. It was Naomi. She had a, <laughs> I was going <laughs> to... You did the same thing to me, sir. So yeah. You'd fake Your face question. just thought she looked ashamed. I'm like, no, I shouldn't have gone with that. I shouldn't have believed that she would be ashamed. Because why would you look ashamed? I, I was like, reminiscing about the time I learned to ride a bike. crashed two cars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, broke one down Memories. and I crashed one. Did you recently? Yeah. Do you have no. a bike now? No. Oh. I learnt like once and then I haven't, I haven't done it You've been it rocking again. for the last 20, 20 years, forget. training wheels training wheel or something. I just don't ride a bike. It's been fine. You didn't do it when you were you're too busy <laughs> I've survived urinating somehow. in tents to ride bikes. Huh? <laughs> is that what it is? What? Too busy urinating in tents? Yeah. To it's ride a full-time a... gig, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hard enough to get in a tent when you're the girl who pisses in tents all the time. I'll tell you if what. I can just learn, get a license, you can just ride a bike. I think. I mean, I is... have a license. I've had a license for a while because I'm an adult. But... It's not a competition. <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like... if it is. You'd yeah. win. Yeah. Okay. Question <laughs> six. Who was the first student in the history of their school to get an after-school detention? Naomi. Yes, Naomi. Randy. Yes, you are correct. Yes. Point there for Naomi. It's true. It's very true. What was it for? What did you get after? <laughs> it was the day that the detention came into effect and our principal <laughs> stood at the assembly and made a speech about discipline and about how there were going to be after-school detentions now. And at the end of the speech, I stood up and went... <laughs> <laughs> what? And the principal said, maybe you want to grab one of those detentions now. And I had to walk all the way up the front of the assembly, take a detention off the principal, and then go and wait in the office. Like a total Did you legend. love that? Uh, well, at the time, this was primary school. So I was oh, like, yeah, I was like, brave. grade. this is grade four. And then. Well, you're doing slow clap. <clears throat> slow clap. This is getting less true. This is completely <laughs> true. This is completely true. And because I'll prove it, after he gave me the detention, I walked out of his office and went around the corner and had a little bit of a cry. Yeah. And then went back to class <laughs> being a hero. And yeah, it was fine. But then I got the first was, St. Mary's Primary School in Lance. Was someone clipping their toenails in the front row <laughs> no, of the assembly? No. But that is a true story. Don't doubt it. You look at me like it's fake. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> Question seven. Who here worked at Tucker Bag? Who worked at Tucker Bag? Randy. Yes, Randy. David Quirk. You are correct. Yes, yes Randy. <laughs> well, I didn't even know that, but that is awesome. Yeah, I'm a Tucker Bagger. Yeah. <laughs> I was a Tucker I'm Bag a bag boy. Tuck- oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got bullied there. It's good times. Bullied? What yeah. did you get bullied for? Oh, just being David Quirk, I think. By, by customers? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, the co-workers. Uh, yeah, the... the also yeah. good though. Tucker Bag, uh, one of the most famous Australian puppets um, from oh. the Tucker Bag commercial. Is it really? It's just a bag with the bottom lip that used to go like that. The rival of yours. Do you remember? You probably don't remember Tucker Bag. No, I probably wasn't born. No. No offence. No, none Do you taken. remember? Let's go through some some puppets you remember. Bookworm. Do you know Bookworm? No. Oh, Johnson and Friends. No. Oh, help me out here, Randy. Um, the Muppets? Right. Agro. Agro. Yes. Dickie yes. Knee. 
Yeah. Was uh, that the do one you remember on... Claude the Crow from Shell's Backyard? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, the, the giraffe from the life education van. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Mr. Squiggle. Healthy Harold. I love Mr. Squiggle. Blackboard. That's just Blackboard. Was it in Mr. Squiggle? Hurry up. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. I know very few of these, and I'm older than most of them. I do remember. (laughs) Next question. Who recently moved house so they could have a bath again? (laughs) David. Yes, David. Randy. No, it was Naomi. He's a bath guy. (laughs) (laughs) He'd have a bath. (laughs) Who was it? I'm glad I'm It was Naomi. Naomi loves a bath. Didn't have one. Now you got one. I got one. Where are you living? Which suburb? Uh, Abbotsford. All about the bus. We'll beat that out. I was trying not to be sexist. I thought, you know. And you are such an ally, and I love you. I am an ally. I'm brave. This is what a feminist looks like, guys. (laughs) Someone who knows that men can have bars. That's funny, Randy. I can't get out of the bus. All the water soaks (laughs) in like a sponge. Stuck in the bath. Question. Can you mention it? Yeah. (laughs) Question nine. Who, when they were six years old, was hit in the head by a golf club oh. on the same day they were bitten on the face by a dog? Catherine. Oh yes, Catherine. David Quirk. No, that was Randy. <laughs> yes! It felt like something I'd do. <laughs> Round at the park, got oh. hit in a, on a backswing. There was a kid playing with a golf club and he hit me in the face with a backswing. Oh. And then I went over to my parents who were at the boundary line watching the footy, crying, going out with a big lump on my head. <laughs> and then I stood there for a bit and then to cheer me up, I went over to a dog that looked like Lassie. They went, Lassie, and the dog went, and bit me on the oh, face. Oh, I don't know why. Oh. It was amazing. Oh, same, so day, same day. So I had a lump on one side and a, like, a bleedy bite on the other. It's oh, no. oh, awesome. No. It was the best. Still got a little scar. And it's, a busy, it's a busy oh. day, isn't it, Randy? I can. There is yeah. a... When, I was, when I was 14, I was got bit on the bum by a dog when mm. I was staying at my friend's house. So I had to go back to his house and his mum had to rub, like, betadine on my bum and I was really, really embarrassed by mm. it. I was like, oh, no, Mrs. Hazelwood, you don't have to rub betadine on my bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and our final question for <laughs> the game. Here we go. Oh, this is it. Oh, shit, I'm not ready. Who of you four used to present a weekly radio show dedicated to house and techno music? He's still a radio show on house or techno music. Uh, Randy. No. Yes, Randy. You're pointing at Catherine. You think Catherine? Catherine? You are correct. Yes! <laughs> I was thinking you. I didn't have courage. Fallout boy to techno and ha- I'm a three-dimensional Where gal. was this? <laughs> Where were you doing this? So was it was a in- community radio station. It was called 105.7 Radio Metro. 105.7 sl- Radio Metro. Coming up, we've got Catherine with the... Hour. No, it's community radio, so it's more like, hey, hey guys. guys. <laughs> no, hey, no, it was. Yeah. Wish we're recording. <laughs> it's exactly like that. The slogan was, it's all about the music. And I hosted a weekly show because I was first year of uni. It was my dream to be on Triple J. So I thought, I'll just do this for a little while and put together a mixtape that will obviously impress them. Yeah. And it was just me being like, that was... Uh, Darude coming up, Calvin Harris. It's all about the music, no guys. Banter. No banter. No, it was just me. <laughs> and then we'd give, we'd do competitions. I'd give away like a six pack of energy drink, oh, and people would like come to the studio to pick it up, or like drink cards for a nightclub, that is or like cool, boat man. party tickets. It was a wild time. Do you like that music still? I didn't like it at the time. Oh, you didn't like it at all? <laughs> oh, no. Do you have an appreciation of it after doing it for a year? <laughs> no. 
No, okay. No. All right. <laughs> At the end of the game, the scores are David Quirk on zero points. Yes. Oh, you got down to zero. I think that's not bad in a way. Catherine <laughs> Allen on four points. Ooh. Naomi Higgins on five points. But our winner on six points, it's Randy came no home No way. Slow. How did that happen? Very very Ten points to the dog, though, surely. Dogs are always winning, yes. Thank you all for playing Don't You Know Who I Am. Before we go, Randy, quick plug. Where can yeah. people see you got some shows coming up? Oh, God, no, not really. Oh, yeah, I'm doing a one-off at the Melbourne Writers' Festival of awesome. Randy Writes a Novel. Oh, cool. yeah. oh, great. And I'm going to Tassie. I'm going to do the Fresh, the Fresh Gala, Gala in Launceston. In with Sam Simmons. With Simmons and Dilrock. Uh, and Dilrock. And... Judith Lucy. Judith Lucy. Good. Yeah, and then that's that's pretty. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, yeah, that's it. No, I've looked at your website. That's, no, all, that's, that's all that's on that lineup. Okay. Oh, I'm also doing Lost Lands Festival in Werribee. Oh, sweet. Yeah, that'll be a good festival. Yeah. Naomi, where can people see or find you? I'm on social media. You can just follow me there. I'm I'm working on a pilot that's going to come out, which will be really exciting if it gets turned into a TV show. And if not, then you can just watch. One episode of what will never be. So. And what are you on Twitter? You're very funny on Twitter. So your nom is like... Nomstrosity. nomstrosity. If you just look up Naomi Higgins, I'll come up. It'll I'm not going to try to spell it for you. It's All too right. complicated. <laughs> and the little series behind the pilot is on the YouTubes. Is that correct? Yeah, no. it's on iView. It's on actually. iView. It's a Fresh Blood iView shenanigan. Yeah, so you can watch that. But the pilot's much better. So. Okay. Sweet. Cool. Don't, Catherine. Don't, yeah. What? No. Catherine, where can people follow you on Twitter? Uh, my Twitter is, um, yeah, just look up Catherine Allen. Um, it's Catherine House, but I'm not going to spell that. And um, Allen's with an A. Oh, yeah, yeah. Two A's. A-double-L-A-N, just to be different. Alarm. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm doing a show in the Fringe Festival. I'm probably not allowed to talk about it yet, but sue me. You're so naughty. I'm so cheeky. Talk about it. It's called Strong Female Protagonist. Um, it is a one-woman play that I'm doing. Please come. I'm so scared no one's going to come. Please come to my show. Yeah, go, go. Get around Thank it, you. listeners. And David Quirk. Yes. I am uh, doing a gig tonight, which you'll have missed if yeah, you're listening going to this tomorrow right morning. now. Um, <laughs> but it also has Judith Lucy, so I'm sorry you missed that, listeners. Crab um, I am, well, also doing a show apparently in the Fringe, Melbourne Fringe. It's, it's a play, but four, as a two-hander, four different actors have pulled out so far oh. for various oh. reasons. It's tricky. So if you, if you are an actor and you're listening, call me. I'll put I'll you in. in. Yeah, no, I mean, okay, sure. Is, yep, it, yep. is it a comedy or is it a it's serious? Not, no, it's, it, some of it might be funny. It's yeah. called Elmo. It actually will be in the guide, so whether this play takes place or not, we'll see. <laughs> Let's find out together. Um, and I'm just doing various other sort of acting-related things, not a heap of stand-up. Um, I'll see you at a skate park soon. Excellent. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, big thanks to everyone who's been donating to the Patreon. So you can go to patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A and you get some bonus content and you you know you get a whole bunch of stuff. If you go on there and thank you to everyone who's been doing that. Also, tickets for the live shows, which are happening in middle of September, going all the way through to the end of October, are selling very well. They're about 50 60% capacity. And I don't want people to miss out, so get some tickets now. Where Otherwise, is the show? It's at the Catfish. Oh yeah, oh, nice. yeah. Nice. So it's very, it's gonna be great. So it's Sundays, four o'clock in the like September sixteen, going all the way through until October twenty eight. Oh, it's always Sundays. a great gig. Yes. Yeah, I'm dinger. Thank you all for playing. Don't you know who I am? Till next time. Bye. Bye guys. Good night, mate. <laughs> <laughs>
This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.